0: Here we go. This is it. Episode number 235 of No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the lucky guy who gets to sit here and be the host every week of this podcast here at Acme Comedy Company. Thank you, Circle of Heat. We get to play your music there at the beginning every week. And my guest right now, saw him two years ago, and he's back. Uh, he's a little lighter because he's without Randy. It's a Lingon Mitra. Here we go. You and I were talking a little bit before we started recording that... Uh, about your job working for The Daily Show. Yeah. So, I mean, this is right, obviously, this is your thing. Like, you were, <laughs> you can't be a writer for The Daily Show and not
1: uh, have some interest in politics. I, am I correct? Yes, that's that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's interesting there because I do think um, there I'll, is... Yeah, go I'll ahead.
0: Oh, no, I'm just going to... Let, let's uh, tell people how long... You were writing for the... And we're talking about the current version, the yeah, Trevor Noah. I Yeah,
1: I, I was writing for the show last year for... It was like a quarter-year contract. So, whatever that works out to. Um, and that was during the convention time. Okay. So, we went out to Philadelphia. We went out to Cleveland uh, and watched the conventions there. And I remember, I mean, the, the conventions happening, the Republican convention was madness. Like We had never seen anything like that where forget about like the caliber of the people who were people who were speaking like even the people who were speaking like ted cruz didn't endorse trump right that's right on convention like at the speech (laughs) and then trump just like emerged like a wrestler and like tried (laughs) to like one-up him it was it was madness all
0: of a sudden his theme song starts playing the lights go down yeah that's what it felt like
1: (laughs) it was complete chaos and so at that point it was the same sort of mentality i think everybody had where we were like Look, this is this is crazy that it's happening, but Trump is so much of a—like, he can't actually pull this one off. But then he pulled it off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was saying that until, you know, we're in the central time zone here, uh, like 8.30 election night, mm-hmm. where I was like—my wife was going— honey, I'm getting worried. I'm like, what? Yeah. No. This, he's not going <laughs> to, it's celebrity, it's apprentice guy. He's yeah. not going to win. Yeah. He's not going to win. They're just screwing with us. They're making it, dra- dr- they're adding drama.
1: Yep. That's, I mean, that's what I was saying. I was, I was coming up with like fake things where I was like, no, no, I'm pretty sure I read that like Republicans, they always like, uh, those states come in earlier. And right, that's right, right, what, And I had never read anything like that, but that was what I was telling people just to like assuage everybody. But yeah. Yeah, Or as
0: uh, uh, Mike Lester, who you're working with this week, as mm-hmm. he was saying on his set last night, that we need
1: to blame uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, he really took it out on Wisconsin uh-huh. last yeah. night.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, you, I'm sure you've caught on that that's our, you know.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the place that... That's our cook. enemy.
0: <laughs> you want a wall? Let's put a wall. Let's put a
1: wall right there. Why, why so much uh, animosity between the two?
0: Uh, I don't know. Maybe... I, why I don't know because they're the neighbor because you want to be if you're being compared to you know because we're not because Minnesota's not compared to Iowa right we're not compared to North Dakota or South Dakota right we are compared to Wisconsin vice versa so you want to be number one you know (laughs)
1: Uh, it's really funny because I think like it just reminds me of like if you are within a group you don't realize it like the for example Like, I think we here, like, we'll group all Muslims together, right? But within, like, Islam, there's a division there, too, and there's, like, infighting there. And we're just like, oh, no, those are all Muslims. And I feel like the the rest of the country would be like, oh, no, it's all the same, Minneapolis, Wisconsin. But within Minneapolis and Wisconsin, you guys are like, no, those guys are not us. Right,
0: right, right. I will say I think another reason is because uh, of the Green Bay Packers and their success. Uh This is recent, you know, in the last like Brett Favre of Aaron Rodgers era. Uh, you go to work on Monday morning. The Packers have won, and the Vikings have lost. Mm-hmm. And then your Packer co- fan co-worker shows up <laughs> in their Clay Matthews jersey. I And got you, you just want to choke them out. All right. So, that'll,
1: that'll explain it. I mean, coming from Boston, I understand that logic a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Sports, yeah.
0: Are you are you a football fan?
1: I am. I am I went to uh the the Patriots Steelers game with uh with my brother. We drove up from New York City to watch that. Like 2 weeks ago? Like 2 weeks ago? Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. It was a big party. Um and I'm going to fly out so I I live in New York City, but I'm going to fly back into Boston and watch the game with like family uh and then hopefully have like a a fun time, yeah, and come back to New York City after that. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Will Will you be showing up with a plate of nachos or anything?
1: Should I be? Oh no, and I feel like I've. Oh god, mm. I gotta. I haven't brought you anything for Groundhog, Groundhog's Day. <laughs> I haven't prepared nachos. This is a lot on my list. You now. Got,
0: if you're showing up for a Super Bowl uh, party, yeah, you need to bring something.
1: Okay, all right, uh, I will. Beer minimum. Beer minimum. But I'm flying in. For, well, I guess I'll, I'll just bring stuff from here. Yeah. 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 That, okay. We we solved our problem. Some
0: snacks from the airport. <laughs> I, got, got I got something from Hudson News. <laughs> pretzels, Hudson News bag. You
1: know. like, Time Magazine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I only got one. Passed around.
0: So you went to the game. Uh, the
1: went to the game. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was it was great. I mean, my brother and I. This sounds a little sounds a little obnoxious, but we we try to we try to get. When, when we were when we were living when I was living in Massachusetts, we used to split season tickets with another family oh. um and then yeah. and then we kind of stopped doing that because we were away from the city uh, so now we try to get to one game a year if we can. And this year we were like, let's hold off <laughs> and let's try and get playoff tickets. Nice. Which is a little, which is a little obnoxious because we we're like, we're gonna be in the playoffs. But uh, it yeah, play. that yeah. is obnoxious. And we're gonna have like home, <laughs> home field yeah, on time. Right.
0: T- <laughs> 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 are, are we sure they're gonna play at home in the playoffs? <laughs> I mean, there's only one. Yeah, yes, yeah. they are. Yeah, they Come on, yeah. Bill check. come on. <laughs> come on. Wow. Hmm. Did you did you see the uh, the you know they did the media thing on Monday and they had the you know, like all the screwballs show up at the Super Bowl week asking the silly questions? Oh yeah, no, I, I mean I know about
1: it. I haven't seen footage or anything. I
0: saw one last night. Jimmy Kimmel sent his, Guillermo, okay, sent him yeah. to do the interviews. Yeah, and at one point he's on a ladder, like. <laughs> He's among all these other media members, but <laughs> <laughs> twice as tall because he's at the top of a step ladder. <laughs> he's shouting his questions. <laughs> it
1: was pretty good. They, good.
0: they were trying to get the bottom of um, what, does, what does
1: Tom Brady smell like? <laughs> I bet it's great. That guy, I, I, I mean, I joke about it, but that guy's life is a little bit too enchanted. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he should exist. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like... My joke about I, I mean, I do it when I'm in New England more so, but my joke about it is, like, like you shouldn't be the best-looking guy, the richest guy, and, like, the greatest quarterback in the world. Like, this is how good his life is. There are nights when he'll go home and sleep with his wife, Victoria's Secret supermodel Giselle Bundchen, and it's not the best part of his day. <laughs> that is insane. Like, for most guys, just getting the Victoria's Secret catalog in the mail. <laughs> Yeah. The best part of their year, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. Maybe you maybe you walk past Giselle at an airport, yeah, yeah, you no. live off that for a while.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you're talking about that for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I think she looked at me, <laughs> I think she noticed, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what a life! I, um, so anyway, we should I want to go back to the uh show last night, sure. It was, it was uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd never seen uh, the guy that was emceeing last night, Mike Hurley. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, I have to tell you, it's somebody, this I, this kind of interesting. I've been Facebook friends with him for several, I don't know, years maybe. Okay. I had never seen, I didn't know he was a, I don't even know how we became Facebook friends. I still don't, don't know if him, me, I don't know. But mm-hmm. uh, then all of a sudden he's working here as an MC and I, and it was like, oh, that guy's really, I like following him on Facebook cuz he writes about getting uh stiffed when he's delivering pizzas. <laughs> and then he comes up on stage last night and does uh, like a lot of jokes about delivering pizzas. I just loved it. Yeah. It was really good.
1: Yeah, he's this the whole uh whole lineup top to bottom, I think is a strong lineup, mm-hmm. so it makes for a good show when you don't have to be like concerned about, oh no, what's what's this guy going to say, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, it was two mics. It was him and then Mike Lester and then uh
0: you came out. Um Not a mic. Not a mic. Yeah. Definitely not a mic. Very much not a mic. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you, uh, I had, let's see, it was during Mike's set, someone spilled some coffee up in front here, and Mike actually walked down on the floor and was (laughs) trying to help clean up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That was nice. But I'm thankful that uh, you were on stage, and I don't don't think you noticed, when my uh, three-quarters full glass of beer... Crashed onto the floor, onto the legs of the table, and broke everywhere.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. No, I did not know. I would have called you out for that. Yeah, uh, but the people did... around
0: me heard me go, "Shit!" <laughs> right after the smash.
1: Do you remember? Was it like on a on a joke? Like, would it have been something where people are like, "Whoa, this guy's really upset about <laughs> socks?" <laughs> this guy's taking it personally. Yeah.
0: Uh, I can tell you because I. sometimes when I, you know, I'll come to see an act because I'm going to talk to him at the podcast the next day. Sometimes I'll take notes. Okay. Um, One time I was doing that during a Nick DiPaolo show and he called me out. (laughs) He was like, hey, what are you, and I was sitting over here I'm pointing just to you, I guess, and he was like, hey, what are you doing? What are you, like on stage to me as a, you know, yeah,
1: I just called you out for called it.
0: Called me out. Like, what are, you, are you stealing my jokes? What are you doing? I'm like, no, huh? no, 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 no. I'm going to, I do the podcast here. I'm going to just trying to, you know, so I remember some stuff to talk to you about. Like, I swear, yeah, I'm yeah. not even a comedian. I'm not Yeah, if anybody
1: jokes. will dig into you about it, too, it'll be Nick, too. He's right. He's like a very, right. like, go get him type of uh-huh. comic. Yeah. Who's
0: <laughs> not going to be like, oh, should I say something? Yeah. He's yeah. never a I don't think he's ever thought twice about saying something. Yeah, he just he, says
1: it, he so. doesn't hold back.
0: Right. So that was embarrassing. So I some so now I'm kind of like I try to like be like I just no one's noticing I'm taking a little night. <laughs> and I was And far- then crash. And I was farther back yesterday and then because I had my little piece of paper all folded up with my drink there, yeah. I moved my hand and fucking knocked it on the ground. Um, I could tell you the joke you were doing because it was uh uh oh, I know why. Here's It's part of my notes. I just started writing my wife's name, Ashley. Uh, It was about somebody in the front row was named Ashley. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. My wife is named Ashley. You were talking to someone in the front row named Ashley Uh about gifts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was a strange couple, too. Yeah, well, let me tell you.
0: uh, The... It's like the premise, for what you were talking about then was something about like giving gifts. Yeah, like, in, like how much
1: to spend on a birthday, that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, and also kind of based on like how the length of the relationship.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, when the second before my glass crashed to the ground, it was when you said, oh, really? You were asking the Ashley up in front here. Oh, yeah. Ashley, well, how long have you been together? What did he get you for your last birthday? Yeah. My Ashley went... Urgh, uh, and actually growled. I started writing the note. Yeah. Crash, boom, shit, all of that in one moment.
1: Why? Why was she growling? Because you didn't. Oh, get... I did a terrible job. Oh, yeah. oh yeah.
0: Because I will never live down how bad I did at her last birthday.
1: Uh, did you? Did you forget it? Or you got something? And it was just like a really dumb. I got. Gift?
0: I, I don't even want—I'm so—I'll admit it, um, but it was embarrassing. <laughs> it, it is embarrassing, and I've learned my lesson. I did it once, and it was—and she liked it. So I thought I would do it again. Oh, uh, And that was a mistake. I was, uh— Cocaine. I, I got her a balloon of cocaine. <laughs> no, I—she uh, <laughs> that wouldn't want that. No, um. I didn't have a ton of, like, uh, disposable income last summer when her birthday came around. Okay. So instead of buying, like, you know, a really, like, extravagant, like, here's something that you wouldn't get yourself. Instead, I went practical mm-hmm. and got, like, a whole bunch of things that she likes and, like, put them all in a box, including things like a box of her favorite cereal. Okay. And things like that. Yeah. All right? Um, she did, I do all the grocery shopping. I do all that stuff. So I thought I'd be like, just do a little special. Like I'm going to fill all the things that she really likes. Sort of like, a, like when you're in college and your friend, parents maybe send you a, like a gift. Care package. package. Care, yeah. care package. That's yes. the word. Yeah. I sort of did a care package. Uh, don't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but first time around, she was like, oh, this is so romantic. This is cute. Oh, he knows Second me. time around, and she was just like, come on, man. Come on, you're being cheap. Yeah. And yeah, you didn't put any <laughs> effort into this. Right, right, yeah. right. Because at that point, it wasn't even original. Correct. Yeah. I was copying myself. Yeah. (laughs) You should do it again. (laughs) The more times you do it, I think the better it'll be for you.
0: Except yeah, uh, like the (laughs) cereal that she really likes is that special K with red berries. Okay. Uh um so for the next time I'll get like the generic
1: version. (laughs) (laughs) Just get it cheaper and cheaper versions. (laughs) <laughs> She'd be like this really wasn't my message last time. I yeah, wasn't oh, upset I, about that it was too expensive. Did I get it wrong a, oh,
0: I'm sorry, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so all that happened, so I kind of blame you, yeah <laughs> yeah, this is all on me. I kind of blame you for that, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but whatever we um the beer was good while it lasted yeah and it I, didn't
1: it didn't hit it didn't there wasn't a splash zone it didn't hit everybody or it did
0: that, uh okay, well, then y- 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 it. Got on me, my pants a little bit, and there was, you know, like how we were talking off the air, or off the mic here, that these seats are nice and close together, really yeah. pack in a lot of, uh, a, a lot of patrons. Uh, the guy sitting in front of me, I was like, oh, hey, sorry, I'm like, are you, did did I get you? Yeah. And he goes, uh, no, just my jacket. Like, the way he said it was like, you're an asshole.
1: Ah. Uh, yeah. A little bit of an attitude.
0: Uh-huh. He did kind of give me a little bit of an attitude.
1: On a uh, sports coat or a jacket? Because if it's a jacket...
0: No, no, like, uh, you know, just your winter...
1: Yeah, because then, I mean, that's what the jacket exists for. Yeah.
0: You know, it's just, you know, like how mine is or not. Like, so oh, I did I get back.
1: liquid on the one article of clothing that is meant for liquids? Like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So
0: you kind of gave me a little bit of attitude. Mm. All right. Sorry, mm. man. Yeah, what are you going to do? Hey, I'm the one that's paying for this thing. <laughs> I'm the one that can't lick the beer out of the carpet here. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm out of luck. Um I took some more notes about your uh, set last night. Let's
1: uh Hey, let's deconstruct my act. let's let's
0: deconstruct. Okay, <laughs> so I want you to take um fifteen minutes in. I think you should do that more like twenty five minutes. <laughs> um, no, I do have a question for you while I'm yeah. glancing over this. Um when you come to and do you know, you're doing a full week at a comedy club, uh w- when are you mixing in new stuff?
1: What's your philosophy on trying out new stuff? It really depends. Um, For the most part, if I'm at a club and it's it's crowd dependent, if the crowd is, you know, very much on board with the material, then I feel like I can maybe delve into some stuff that is fresher just because, you know, they're already getting it, you know. If they're pretty tight and they're not giving me much, I'm sticking with the tried and true just to make sure that, they have as good a time as I can make them have. Sure. Um, And then there's like the factor of like, okay, has, have I been at the club before? You know, the first impression you want that to be strong. So, um, but in this one, I'm trying to think last night for the most part, I mean, the election stuff is newer. Right. um, But for the most part, I stick with stuff that I, it's very rare that I'm going to do something that's like completely fresh. The only stuff that is like, Eh, It depends. But, like, crowd work, that's all off the cuff. And then uh, there might be some stuff where I feel like, okay, I'm excited about and I can sort of weave in. So I might do some stuff like that. Like, I think I did some bit about um, cavemen role playing. And that's something that I think is maybe two weeks in but isn't necessarily in, like, the rotation. If you were like, hey, give me, you know, your tight 5 or your tight 10 or even tight 15. Like, that wouldn't make it in there yet. So that's something.
0: Okay. Um, let's talk about you. Well, uh, when I listened back to the last time you were on this with uh, with Randy,
1: one of the <laughs> am the pair... I being consistent? I would love if like if, if I if you hear like the old episode and it's me saying completely different stuff. I'm like, yeah, I do new stuff all the time.
0: <laughs> I don't think we ever got into that. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't think we didn't dig too deep because there was two of you here. Okay. Um, that would be fun. <laughs> this guy, what the fuck, huh? Does he listen to himself? <laughs> Jeez, okay. Yeah, we believe you. Uh-huh. Um What was I gonna Oh, at the very end of that uh at the last time I, I asked the question that I often do, I'm like, is there anything else we should mention? And then you're like, Oh yeah, well I'm gonna be on Conan in a month. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, uh-huh. that was right before the Conan.
1: Yeah I, that oh, you know what was interesting? That last time, um the Conan set that I ended up doing, there was a chunk that I had to tape. And revise for them to give a final approval and I did that here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was cool that it worked out and it was like a good like you know, it was a good club to get a tape from to send to oh, Cohen yeah, and Yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was fun.
0: The Conan experience was good.
1: Conan experience was great. He's uh he's actually like he's uh, similar to me. He's got, got like Massachusetts roots. That's right. Um, so we got to talk a little bit about that, and he's got family in Worcester, which is where I was born and raised. Okay. So we got to do a little bit of that. Um, yeah. Hopefully, it'll be interesting because I think they're. I was just reading the news. They're shifting the yeah. format uh, into something that hasn't yet been, as of now, disclosed or figured out. So, um, but they do such a good job about getting stand-ups up. Yes. I hope that that remains in some form, you know?
0: That's what I was going to bring up. You you, you nailed it. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious if if they... So, the rumors are like they may switch to a, just a weekly It's Yeah, it's show? very, it's very uncertain. Or... It seems
1: like a lot of... I mean, the, so much of what really hits with the show for me when i'm watching it like when conan does remotes and he's out in the field and he's talking or when they go abroad like he when he was in i think it was korea um just he's so quick on his feet Mm -hmm. and he's so good interacting with people and being Mm -hmm. self-deprecating but also fun um I, i mean that's where the that's where like the show i think shines so i think they're gonna try to format it so that it hits that the light hits more of that yeah. than in the current format which you know there's so many late night shows now that have that structure right. to try to uh, define yourself in a different way.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I I it's the first thing I thought that you brought up is when I heard about there's going to be some changes like well that's just like the this is the his show is the place that like at least the comics I talk to on mm-hmm. the, you know that that's where they're getting their TV time. Yeah, quite a few. You know. Yeah, I might. Like there's a lot of people's, a lot of people's first. <laughs> <laughs> if it isn't last comic standing, it's probably Conan.
1: Yeah, it's and I think what happened with Conan too was that time off that he had in between having the show on TBS and his the NBC show, he toured, right. right. And he had stand-ups perform on his tour. I think, like, Geraldo performed on that tour. and I Dion think he, Cole. Dion, Dion performed on that. And it gave him a bigger appreciation for stand-up. And I think that's why you see oh. in his current show, that's why he tries to bring up as many stand-ups as that he can. That makes complete sense. Yeah, because yeah. I don't think it was... During, you know, even when he was doing, like, Late Night, he had as many stand-ups as he has now. Oh, I don't think so either. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, oh, I bet you're right about that. Mm-hmm. I ended up going to that live show. Oh, yeah? In Minneapolis. How, how,
1: how was it? It was fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely
0: fantastic. I've been a fan of his, you know, forever, so... I, it yeah. was really good and in fact I've told the story You're, uh first time Lori Kilmartin was on this podcast mm-hmm. you know cuz she, she writes for Conan show. so I brought up that brought that up and we had seats in the balcony and actually at one point Conan was on stage playing guitar with uh Brian Setzer okay. Do you know who that is I don't the stray cats. He was in that band, the mm. Brian Setzer Orchestra.
1: Mm, uh, I'm not. You've as... heard
0: his music. I okay. guarantee you've heard some of his music. Anyway, he uh, was performing that night, and then Conan's playing guitar with him on stage. All of a sudden, he leaves stage and comes up to the balcony and like walks right in front of my wife and I and everybody sitting in our section. The balcony. Like, this is so cool. And he's still playing, and I like I touched Conan. Like, I patted him on the back.
1: Like, yeah, this is
0: awesome.
1: Yeah, that whole tour was such a cool thing. I mean, there was so much love for Conan at that time. It was a really, really nice way for people to show it by coming out to that tour. You know, and
0: then Reggie Watts was opening.
1: And then Reggie opened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, it it, it was uh, fantastic. So you, so Conan may change, but then like you brought up a little bit there, uh, you've done Colbert.
1: Yeah, I've done Colbert. No, I don't.
0: I'll admit, I don't. I haven't caught on to. That show
1: yeah, you know, I think it's such a it's a it's a real tough act that he has to follow, which is his own act, right like that character he had was brilliant, mm-hmm. the way he'd be able to satirize people but not make it seem you know like he's making fun of them directly, right yeah. like it's that like character it's such a funny character, and him without the character obviously is funny because he's the brain that created the character. Yeah. But it doesn't have that layer anymore. Yeah. And I think it's still a little bit of a you know it's like you still got to need that bread to get it soft so that people can uh, kind of glue onto it and it's not there yet. Yeah. I think that metaphor doesn't make any sense but um I hope it comes across what I'm trying <laughs> to say. <laughs> I think it does. All right. It yeah. Does to me. But I what I will say is I think you know, he's as sharp a political satirist as mm, the country has. So in these times, uh, I think people are going to start viewing him more and more and appreciate the comedy that he's doing.
0: Yeah. And just the that in the back of my head got me to flip over, you know, the week of the election right after. It was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him another chance here. Let's see what he's going to say
1: about this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, how was it? Was the they set it up well to do stand up there in that show?
1: Yes, They were. Uh, I I think I mean I was still one of the early ones to do it. Uh, I think maybe at that time uh, number ten or something like that. So it wasn't it wasn't like they had had a lot of stand up. Oh wow! But um, they do do a good job. That theater is beautiful. You know, it's like the old theater that Le- Letterman was in. Ed Sullivan. The team. Ed Sullivan yeah, Theater, yeah. and it was a it's a great crowd. Um, they do a good job about putting you out. Like Conan's actually interesting because you're performing the angle of the, the where the camera is versus where the audience is a little bit different so if you look at a lot of conan sets you'll see people are like looking a little bit to their right because that's where the audience is but the camera is straight ahead of you whereas oh. in a colbert set the camera is right in front of you and the audience is right in front of you yeah. so it doesn't change where you're looking at okay yeah but the, the the show was a lot of fun to do and i was it was lucky or i don't know if it was lucky or not But the material I was doing, a lot of it was kind of political and election relevant. So when they booked me on it, they were like, well, we got to get you in before the election happens because some of this material won't be relevant because we were all like you know it's the trump stuff is not gonna last (laughs) right yeah so that's why that's why kind of the turnover was pretty quick when i when i got booked to do it it was like within a week i was on oh wow yeah yeah um and then uh, i was like oh well i'm glad i got to do that material now that you know that it's not going to be have a have any more of a shelf life and now they trump want a lot of that <laughs> I still do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Just change the tense of some of the words, right? <laughs> yeah. From future to present and you're yeah. good to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um do you do you get a gift bag when you when you do Colbert? You yeah, leave you?
1: Colbert actually does this cool stuff with the gift bag where everything or almost everything he gives is somehow uh rooted in South Carolina, because that's where he's from. So he gives like there's like a soap that is like a coal soap that okay. uh, has like so coal from South Carolina uh and then uh like cookies that are from South Carolina food from South Carolina he gives like a nice little uh gift card that y- you can donate money to uh, a charity so it's one of those things where you wow. like you pick the charity sure um oh, wow yeah yeah he's uh he's great
0: wow that's very cool I um I want to go back a bit to we can I I think to go back to uh, your writing job on The Daily Show, I'm gonna sure. go back to that just a bit. Uh, so, like you were saying about you know going down to the the conventions and everything, because mm-hmm. I had Ronnie Cheng was here, yeah, and I had, he was here like two weeks after that. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. was like convention, convention acme right yeah
1: yeah i remember him mentioning that so
0: you were like hitting the streets with him no what happens what's
1: interesting was like there's a there's a field side of it and then the writers the writers for the most part we are just based out of they have this little building set up where the show is done um there's a theater and then like the underground level Mm -hmm. of the theater is essentially becomes the layout for the writers so you get your cubicle, you have like your computer, and you're watching the show the the convention happening, and then you're writing so the writers don't go out into the field okay the field people, so it was kind of interesting, even though we were at the convention, we could have been not at the convention because we were like miles away from where the action was actually happening. The only people who really get to f- like experience the convention or the the correspondence and the field people who go in. Sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. You cross paths with uh, Roy Wood Jr.? Of
1: course, yeah. Roy, I mean, all those guys it's they're so strong comedically. I, I feel like Roy. Roy, Roy in particular just I mean, I mean, he's been doing it for a while, so he's got all these chops and when you see you see him do stuff on uh the Daily Show or when you see him do stand up it's just You know, it's just like a strong, like a consummate performer out there.
0: Did, Did you ever see his victory robe? (laughs) <laughs> no, do you know what i'm talking about
1: no what's the victory robe he,
0: he's a big cubs fan okay. and he kept wearing this <laughs> cubs ah. robe out in public like to uh. games and everything uh. he would last you know uh the end of last season when he was the, you know cubs eventually went and won the world series yeah uh yeah roy was all over it on social media uh. and going uh. to game but wearing the victory robe that he was not washing
1: yeah uh. good luck <laughs> that's great <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching Roy actually before I ever did stand up. He was on Last Comic Standing, and me, my family, we used to watch the show together. Roy was the guy. We were like, "Oh man, this guy! I hope he went." Like we we were rooting for him. Cause yeah, he was uh, he was the guy. We were like, "This guy's got it." You know? Yeah.
0: Did you? Uh, what other writing jobs have you had?
1: I had a writing. So my first writing gig was the beginning of last year. I wrote for Adam Ruins Everything. Okay, it's an Adam Conover's show on yeah. True t v Yeah, yeah.
0: That's that just lasted a season or so.
1: So I mean, it's still it's ongoing. It, oh, it, it is. Yeah, okay. it uh, it's actually I think it does really well for the network. Um, what happened with me for that show was that was my first writing gig, and I and you know I completed the contract there, and then while I was writing there, I got the offer to do the Daily Show. So that's why I moved back to New York to okay. write for the Daily Show. Um, that kind of just happened fortuitously. My my goal was like, all right, I'm going to write. If I like writing, I'll try to continue writing. If not. I'll do stand up so I experienced writing and I was like all right I think it's fun to do but stand up you get so much freedom you get to go out and do your own thing yeah. that's what I was going to do and then the Daily Show offer came and that's kind of like you can't really turn that one down. Right. Um but yeah Adam Ruins Everything was my first writing experience. It's a great show. I don't know if you've seen it. I but haven't. They do s- these sketches and kind of convey or deconstruct popular misconceptions through these sketches. Okay. And there is a range of stuff from like um, what dehydration? That fear that everybody has is like, oh, you got to drink, you got to drink, otherwise you're going to get dehydrated. is, like a myth, and it's actually like bad for us to be drinking that much because it can lead to like overhydration. Sure. Um, just like silly stuff, like uh, why pugs and like animals, like dogs breeds that we've created are actually bad for the animal because they can't breathe and they're just like we should be getting more mutts because that's like better for oh, dogs yeah. as a species. Um, but it's a, yeah, it's, it's I think it's a really well it's a great concept and i think they pull it off really well
0: well now you've got now this is what the show needs is somebody to go on the road and start talking about (laughs) it like that now i want to watch it
1: well it started off as a web series on college humor's site and was like it got like millions of hits like the the little clips that they would put up so that's why they were like let's put this on tv it was kind of like a not a short thing necessarily but as close as you can get and the guy behind it adam conover who does stand up as well is uh He's just such a—he's a great thinker, and I feel like if you watch the show, you're like, oh, cool. Because it's not one of those shows where you're like, oh, he's only trying to take down the left or trying to take down the right. Anything that has, like—his goal is just, like, let's get the truth out there. Yeah. It's one of those shows. Right on. Yeah.
0: What—and uh, now—so the Daily Show thing is, is done. Right. That ran its course as well.
1: That ran its course as and well. And
0: now it's just straight up back to stand-up. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's, uh, that's the goal right now, I hope. It, it was kind of interesting, like— that year that i was writing last year i didn't get to go up as much perform as much because i was like writing and that was like a new experience the energy was all going towards that so i hope in the interim like between when i stopped writing and when i started hitting stand-up again my goal was like all right let's get new material out there in if i hadn't been writing for a show for this long i feel like i would have like a lot more new material yeah um so there's part of me that's like, Oh, I wish I had that but getting the experience under the belt and now being like, All right, let's go hit the stand up hard, let's try and build material, let's try and get people to come out and have a good time. Um, I'm I'm excited to do all that.
0: Yeah. But uh when you go to a when you go to a city like Minneapolis, or like where are you going next week? Do you have you next week? Next I'm in week? Denver. You're in Denver for yeah. the whole week. For
1: the it's uh, Tuesday through Saturday. So yeah, same it's thing. Same thing as yeah.
0: So what do you do? Uh, like, do you have friends in Denver? Or, like even here, like what do you do if you're not doing a podcast or some sort of media? What are
1: you doing? Oh boy, this is going to sound so sad. <laughs> no, no, no. I uh, here here in Minneapolis is nice. I have a cousin who lives in the city. So oh. they just had a baby. or I guess a year ago they had the baby, so it's not a baby anymore. Our I,
0: baby's 16. Oh, <laughs> my God. Where have you been?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still bringing, like, children's toys. And it's <laughs> like a teenager. It's like, what, okay, this is a doll. I'm a man. Why? teddy bear? No? Too old? Okay, never mind. Um, so, I, so I've got the family here. So nice. I'm going to try. Uh, yesterday I got to see uh, my i they're they're we in Indian families we like treat our cousins like brothers so their daughter is is like my niece, um so I got to see my niece for the first time yesterday I got to play with her had a little tea party with her nice yeah so hopefully um Friday Saturday we'll get to do that a little bit more too
0: um w- were they the Indian. Group that
1: was behind me last night? No, no, I don't know who they were.
0: There was, there was. Did you see them?
1: No. Oh yeah. Oh boy. There's a
0: group about five or six.
1: You, you should <laughs> no. be working for Trump. You, you got all the brown people pointed out. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, <laughs> I can tell. No, I mean, uh, this is
1: me assuming, but yeah. I'm
0: pretty sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty uh, no, sure. No, they weren't. They weren't. Uh, they weren't family. It is interesting. Like, I don't know how many um, like brown or Indian people come out to comedy shows generally. Um, but I think when they see my name, they're like, "We will go try to see what this is about," because they're like, "This is a name that is not a common yeah. uh, white name." You know? Right, right, right.
0: You know what? Just I just uh, just crossed my mind is that I'm going to assume that anyone of like you of I- Indian descent mm-hmm. has never called a Native American an Indian
1: you know what i'm saying Um, yeah you know i i I think well what's crazy is like when i was little i thought we were native american when i was like a baby not like a baby but like you know like old enough to know what ethnicity is but not old enough to really know what it is because you heard the term i heard indian we had thanksgiving i just assumed we were native american
0: interesting yeah and i think wow
1: yeah i mean i also thought we were there was a time when i thought we were from indiana because that's what, <laughs> that's what, at India, yeah. Then
0: you can never make fun of white people for making those mistakes, <laughs> but can was you? five. And right? It was like, people
1: are still thinking the way my five-year-old thinks. <laughs> Fine, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, we had a little map of America, and you could see, like, you could rotate a, a knob and see, like, the... Uh, within each state, there would be like a little image and you could rotate the knob and it would be a different image within the state. Uh-huh. Um, so for Indiana, there was like a race car because of the Indianapolis. Sure. Fact, or, yeah, 500. Yep. Um, Daytona. And so I just assumed like, oh, that's what our family's all about. or <laughs> about like race cars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah.
0: Turns out it's not.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I, can, uh, I can relate because I grew up. You're in,
1: also Indian.
0: I, I, obviously.
1: <laughs> you had it well.
0: Yeah. Um, I grew up in St. Paul in a neighborhood referred to as the West Side. Okay. Uh, and when I was, a, you know, around the same age as when you're describing, there would be billboards for West Side Story the play that was in town, Uh and I was like, oh, they did a play about our neighborhood. (laughs) It's us. That's crazy. (laughs) They're showing a play about our little neighborhood in Minneapolis. That's super cool.
1: Yeah, we got to go support it. It's our... our people
0: yeah and then in fifth grade then my music teacher uh showed us the movie west side story yeah and it was like oh this has nothing to do
1: with saint paul i'm glad that you realized that and you were not like wow i've really been missing out on our fit. like <laughs> this whole subculture exists Yeah, here right. And...
0: i didn't there were they were there were a lot of maria's in, in my school but...
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the no, secret I, singing abilities uh, saw, yeah right man.
0: oh my god though the uh such drama with you, sharks and jets. <laughs> I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay neutral. Yeah, yeah but I honestly thought that uh, even like the w- there was a like a West Side Volkswagen. I thought that was in my neighborhood, and that was like West Side of the that meant Western suburbs, okay. not West Side. So <laughs> s- s- same same thing. But I yeah, uh, <laughs> you thought you're from Indiana. I yep. love that. <laughs> yep. I love that. Uh, you know, one of the things I took from last night's show is that uh, I stole a glass. No, one of the things I... <laughs> but you broke it. And then, and then there was one with the Acme thing on it. And I, no, I didn't that. No, one of the things I left with uh, was that I noticed um, your MC and your feature both talked to the crowd... About how uh, they like smoking pot, and we're like, "Hey, meet me." No, seriously, we really like smoking pot, and like, seriously, look for us after the show.
1: I you like- didn't do that.
0: You didn't. There wasn't a th- there wasn't a three beat on the asking the crowd to get them high.
1: I feel like uh, I feel like comics. The status quo is meet me after the show to smoke weed. Like you don't have to even that disclaimer isn't even necessary. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I did not go into the crowd and ask for, uh, drugs or narcotics. No. Um,
0: so you're saying that once maybe, uh, you know, you've been doing comedy more than, or longer than both of those guys. You're saying like at some point they'll hit that where they'll be like, oh, I don't need to ask anymore.
1: <laughs> maybe. Or they're much smarter than I am. Or, they, yeah. yeah or- and they're like, dude, why aren't you asking? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, I might have to take a page out of their book.
0: Well, and actually, uh, and I'm not even giving any way like any secrets of the you know what goes on behind the doors here with the you know 300 people watching the show um, because Mike Lester
1: is writes the same stuff on Facebook. Yeah, like show up with an eighth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, fr- I'm Facebook friends with him. I saw that too. Uh, you know where that where that happens? Denver. 'Cause it's all legal there.
0: Where you oh, where you're going next
1: yeah, week. Where I'm going next week. Yeah. So uh, I've performed there before and everybody like everybody just is like, Hey, do you wanna <laughs> and at first I was like, Wait, what? This is so blatant and then I was like, That's right, it's just legal here. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. right. You don't care. No yeah. one cares. Yeah. yeah. Right on. How much uh how much do you have booked for this year?
1: Uh I've got I've got stuff coming up. It's weird, it's like sporadic, but uh like obviously the next few weeks are more uh, consistent than the stuff that's like you know four months down the line because it gets booked up like three months in advance, right? Sure. Um. So I've got Denver coming up, San Francisco coming up, I mean like Cincinnati. a uh, New Jersey, New York. There's a lot going up. I think. And you said you're living back, living in New York. back in New York City now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, is uh you are yeah on stage last night? You is is that. Is there some truth behind that? Do you have roommates?
1: (laughs) So I, that I, yeah, I joke about how, uh, I have six, uh, roommates and they're all white girls. That's the joke. Um, there is truth behind that. When I, when I moved, I moved into an apartment. It wasn't six white girls. It was, Uh, four white girls and a white guy and then the white guy moved out and a white girl moved in so it was five white girls but I only lived there for two months and then moved to a place now I live with three guys oh okay yeah how was that the six white girls um, (laughs) you know what's interesting like a comic life is such that it doesn't matter who you're really living with because your hours are so much different than everybody else it's like you're gone nights and weekends when everybody else is back in the apartment so like For me, it doesn't really matter who I'm living with. I suppose. Yeah. Um, So living with them, it was the only thing that was funny was I was on. I I joke about this too. uh, Like the day I joined the the room, they put me on the text chain. We had a little text chain going on, and uh, something happened. I think before I joined, (laughs) but it had hit at like a tipping point. (laughs) (laughs) and they just, they went off on each other on this text chain, and this was like my first day there, and I was like, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into? People were just like, you know, you got to take out the trash, don't wash my, somebody had a, a, what are those like heavy cooking things that you're not supposed to wash? Uh, Like a a certain kind of Pot? Like a,
0: oh pro they did put it in the dishwasher or something? Yeah, Maybe somebody, copper or something. Yeah, one of
1: those things was like and it was like an exclamation point. Uh-oh. It was like Do <laughs> not put my pan in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh boy, this is not what I like signed up for. Yeah. Um but that blew over. That was just like for for a day. I think they just need to let off some steam and I just happened to fall on that day. Got, gotcha. Gotcha. uh
0: you know, I don't think we ever talked about well, you you graduated from uh, from Harvard. You did, yes. Wow, four uh, years, five years. He's like,
1: you don't you don't seem intelligent at all. I don't. No, know. No, no, no. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that trust me, that's not what I was thinking. It's like
0: I'm sitting on the stage with someone that went to Harvard. Uh, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I I was. I mean, in terms of comedy, I always feel like it doesn't make um it doesn't matter at all really right like nobody when you're doing stand up is like oh that joke was funny and they like find out your SAT scores and like okay that was really funny like that yeah. so for me it's it's like a, it's nice to have had the experience under the belt and i think it's like useful to be able to think critically which you kind of get from going um but uh in terms of stand up and stuff like that i always like i mean richard Pryor. George Carlin, those guys are the best, and they didn't even go to college, I don't think, so.
0: If they did, we don't care, right? Yeah. 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 What, I am curious, what did you, what were you studying?
1: I studied psychology and economics. Was there a plan for that? that Um, not entirely, I think, at that time, they were like, you know, just study whatever you enjoy, And so I liked psychology and economics, especially like the convergence of the two, which is like behavioral economics, which was a little bit different. Like everybody in economics, originally all these models that they have assumes a human being acting rationally. And that is patently false Like when you see how humans actually behave. But you can model how people behave and... take that into consideration because people do it consistently so that's what like the burgeoning field of behavioral economics was that was interesting to me um but in terms of what i wanted to do with that i was like ooh. uh, there was a time when i thought maybe i'll uh go into like real estate development then i was thinking maybe i'll go into law so i spent like a year at like a legal aid organization Thought i might do like public interest law so there wasn't a there wasn't a clear idea when i was in school what i wanted to do
0: what are your parents are they retired or what do they do or my did?
1: dad is a tax consultant financial planner my mom uh she so we have our uh, it's like a family business so my oh. mom when we were starting off the family business assisted in uh in help, you know making the business grow and it's gotten to a point now where you know she doesn't have to go into the office so nice yeah
0: nice your brothers and sisters?
1: I have an older brother. He is in New York City as well. Uh, he's in Oh, attorney. that's right. You went to the game with him. I went to the game with him. Yeah, yeah. you said that. That's okay. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just me and him. Um, he's an attorney in New York City.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's, who is going to win that, uh, Super, the Super Bowl on Sunday?
1: Oh, boy. What if I was like, oh, the Falcons are definitely going to win?
0: <laughs> let, let me ask it another way yeah. Are you worried at all that your team is not going to win? I, I, yeah,
1: I mean, it's always, it's a Super Bowl. Like, it, it, there's no guarantees in these things, right?
0: A lot of favorites have not been winning recently.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, in America in particular. So <laughs> you're always keeping on edge. Um, yeah, let's, <laughs>
0: yes, thank you for clarifying. Uh, that not just football, not just big football games, yeah. but underdogs are <laughs> winning all over the place.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so i yeah i'm 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 never you know there's there's no certainty with those but i do think it helps having all the experience that these guys have and i mean you just play play as hard as you can see what happens
0: are you um i'm looking forward to it
1: i'm gonna make uh chili by the way that's what i make on super bowl oh sunday, chili you're gonna make it on sunday yep start in the morning in the morning how early is it gonna be done
0: because uh, my
1: flight is at 9. So I that can early. avoid the nachos or the mm, Hudson news.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. No, no, no. I don't, that I don't early. think i would be ready in time. Dang. No, this is crock pot version. Okay. So it's oh, that's slow. like slow cooking. Slow. Yeah, oh, yeah. Slow. Yeah. Slow. yeah. yeah. Um, here we are. I think we're to that point where I'm going to ask is there something else we should be mentioning that you have going on here? I'm going to skip through. I'm going to go through my notes really quick here and th- see if there's anything else I wanted to mention. Do you something have a, else. Um, recording recording is that something you're like working towards to get
1: yeah something? i'd like to i'd like to i think maybe within a year 18 months um ha- have some have something like a product to have out there me and a couple of other brown comics in new york city we have kind of like have been workshopping jokes and that sort of thing so we have pretty good chemistry we might try to do a little bit of like a a podcast and a tour to follow up with that So, that might be something that down the road, probably within like a month or two, we'll try to get off the ground, hopefully. Oh. So, we'll try and do that. That should be fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, They being nice to you at the airport? What's that? Are they being nice to you at the airport? (laughs) Well, it's funny. So, I was in Montreal that last weekend, and that's when that executive order came in when it was like, you know, not not letting me. So, there was a – I mean, it's crazy. I am born in America, but there was a little part of me, and I was flying into JFK, so part of me that was like, ooh, I hope I don't have to deal with anything, which is insane that I even had to think right. that. Right. Um, completely insane. I and You deal with uh, customs and everything on the Canada side when you're flying in from Canada to America. Okay. So uh, the customs agent, <laughs> he asked me, you know, he sent my passport, he saw my documents, and he was very friendly. He was, like, from Boston or something, but uh, his first question was, like, all right, so... Uh, you going back to the best country in the world. And I was like, Yes, sir. Like I didn't I obviously I'm not gonna like be like, Well, what metric are you using? <laughs> you know? And I was like, Yes, sir. And then uh You're
0: setting me up, man. <laughs> best, huh? Yes. Yes. Best. Yes, yeah. that's uh, correct. In every
1: category we are number one. <laughs> uh, just get me back home.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's funny. The, I want you know, there, there actually may be like some sort of like um, you know, like this. He's the senior TSA guy who knows, like, I know how to get him. They don't, they don't even know they're admitting, and I get him every time. Here's what I throw out. Best country, right?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we got one. Oh, yeah. What? What is that? Negative or double? Where you, like, trick people into saying? Like,
0: yeah, the double negative.
1: Double negative? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That man. <laughs>
0: You you were agreed with me, <laughs> double negative. Uh, all right, I think I think that does it. I want to say that uh, the the show last night was great. Um, like I was here, it was great because the um, the talent on the stage was very good. Uh, three very funny comics. But uh, also a thing that made it fun is because the the club was full. Yeah, and the and one of the reasons why it was so full on a Wednesday is because it was uh, it was Acme Insider Night. Right. So it's the one night a, a month that where they'll you know they'll let people um they'll, they'll you know they'll comp people some tickets to get them in for their loyalty of following the club. So this is my attempt at encouraging people that if for some reason listening to this and aren't
1: on the Acme Insider list to get signed up for that. Yeah, definitely do that. I mean, this is uh, I mean without question one of the best clubs in the country if not the best club in the country and if you can live here get tickets for seeing comics who are coming out here it's a no-brainer to do that yeah 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 uh one
0: of the uh i think it was the yeah the host last night asked the crowd how many of you here actually even paid to get in and yeah a lot of people are very happy that uh they got their comp tickets yeah and for uh, a cheap ass like me there's nothing better <laughs> Uh, I think that's it, Alingon. I think I think we did it.
1: All right, it's Contin- a pleasure.
0: Yeah, continued success, sir, and uh, yeah, come back as quicker than two years. We'll yeah, do one, again.
1: once I find Randy, <laughs> bring him back with me.
0: Bring back Randy. Yeah, <laughs> thank you.
1: All right, thanks, man.